And now, a word from our sponsor, Modern Artifice. Just another day in New Dice City, a metropolis mired in corruption and crime. Can a new hero roll out to save the innocent? Give me all your dice. Oh, someone help me, please. Stop right there. Who are you supposed to be? Dice Master. Before you hurt that innocent citizen, I'll have to ask you for a robbery check. Should dice roll? Oh, no. A natural one. Looks like you really crit the bet on this one. Kablow. Oh. You saved me, Dice Master. How do you do it? I get all my dice from Modern Artifice. They're high-end, stylized dice sets give me everything I need to keep rolling smoothly. So head on over to Etsy.com slash shop slash Modern Artifice and fill up your utility belt today. Another day saved thanks to Modern Artifice. Use our discount code GOON10 at checkout for 10% off your order. Modern Artifice, for your one-stop shop for magical merchandise and nerdy novelties. Strahd, what happened to the ambush? Where were they? Where were you? Things took a turn. It has been handled. I have orders for you, Kirill. I have been too lenient. I want a pack out in force, across the whole valley. We are not taking prisoners. Now hold on just one bloody second, Strud. None of this was part of our deal. You keep a meal locked up. We keep the rangers in their hiding hole. That's what we agreed. The agreement has been altered. Hang on, what happened to your eye? Silence, dog! I am master here. I command. You obey. The hand that feeds can also bite back. Am I clear? Yes. Good dog. Now go. Drown these villagers in their own blood. Hey, Dungeoneers. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of the Stradcast. If you like what we do here, remember to follow us on YouTube or subscribe via your favorite podcast app to get notified every time we release new episodes. Thanks again, and take your listen with advantage. When last we left our heroes, the magical brazier deposited them in a lonely abandoned tower on the steep slopes of Mount Gacchus. While they wrestled to get their bearings and convince Emil to join their cause, Strahd arrived. His rage was untethered at the sight of Drogar wearing his older brother's armor, and the Count decided our heroes needed to be taught a lesson. A vicious battle ensued, and Artemis, the ranger, the soldier, the friend, the hero, gave his life to the cause. Satisfied that they were effectively curtailed, Strahd fled, but not before the whole party held him down and Drogar ripped out the devil's eye. Though Strahd is gone, our party is bereft, isolated, and lost in the mountains. Will they find sanctuary soon? Find out now on the Strahdcast. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Shuffle off this mortal coil and transport yourselves to the far, foggy realm of Barovia. So, Drogar in the tower will look at Kaz and go, You lead the way. I'll take the child with me. We will keep in tow. Whatever happens, don't stop moving. We're not out of the woods yet. Mm. Stay close. Yes, oh. He goes over and he grabs two of the torches and he hands you one. And he takes one for himself. Right. Where's Winnie? Winnie! Winnie! 
so he'll run to the window and he'll look out. Uh, Perception check. So 15 on the die. Winnie? Yeah. She's just standing with her, if you look out that open window, her back is to you. Yeah, but I see her like out. She's just standing in the snow, like wind whipping past her, like arms hanging at her side, and she's just looking off into the distance. Jogar will feel under his pauldron for where he thinks Pasha is, <laughs> and he doesn't feel anything. Yeah, he's not there. Guys, we must go. And Jogar will scale down, out the window, scale down, and we'll go over to Winnie. And we'll just put a gentle hand, like, he'll stand next to her and just put, like, a, like arms around her to, like, like shield her from this whipping wind that is just... At first, she jumps and hits your hand away. Yeah. And as she turns around to look at you, she's just, from the cold, is pale. Yeah. Red-eyed. I'm well below, like, half health, so I'm... She's just, like, bruised and bleeding, and she looks exhausted. Right. So Drogar kind of looks at you and looks you dead in the eye and just, like, there's a silent conversation going on. I think it's one-sided. Yeah. I really, when you look into her eyes, it's a, it's like a state of shock. Yeah. That, that not even like when we were in the woods this, the first time we lost Pasha. Yeah. She was mad then. She was now she's, pissed. She's nothing. Yeah. So Drogar will strong arm it and he's going to wrap his cloak around you and kind of pull you in to like and and like I imagine it's almost like a dog how it like wraps itself into a ball he kind of does this with his tail and everything and like it's almost like this little fort that like a little with. igloo around her yeah, yeah there's like this draping and the torch is inside as well and he goes stay strong little one he's going to put a little like the most delicate hand on your cheek. And I'm going to cast Life Transference. What the heck? Fucking A. And you get 16 points of healing. And I take 16 points of damage. As I literally Jedi you part of my life essence. And I just like and you feel this life energy traveling through Drogar's hand and it touches your cheek and it's warm and like maybe it smells of something that makes you feel warm inside and it just embodies you with like this this like gasp of energy and you see Drogar you see like a little bit of like sunken like his eyes kind of go sunken a little bit and at the last minute it's like if the sunken goes away and the brightness returns to his cheek as he also burns his last channel divinity and he just goes come and he scoops you up and he keeps the drape over you and his head comes out from under the drape and he looks back to Kaz who's I would assume is close in tow maybe I I think I've started she's like she's because uh, the if I remember correctly the snow is pretty deep so I think I'm Carbon knowing bad. that it's going to be slow I'm like Trudging through. Taking those big, laborious steps, making a path for the rest of you. You're going to take 10 points of healing. Okay. Winnie, you're going to take an additional 
14 points of healing from that channel divinity. Wow. That's got me all So this back burst, on. like this blast of energy and like there's a part of Drogar that's like that last battle he he was unscathed. Mm-hmm. And there was so much that he there's so much that he didn't do that was unsaid, so much that he wishes that he could have done. Mm-hmm. And so now he's doing what he can. Yeah. And so with Winnie wrapped in this like this this little like kind of bundle, I will trudge after Kaz as we make ourselves down the mountainside. Okay. Making your way down the mountain? Yeah. Okay. I really hate to do this, but please make me a survival check. Yeah. Everybody? Well, Whoever wants to. I got a 18. Uh, that's, 18. A, that's a natural one for me. <sighs> okay, so... So, and just for uh, just for context, it's not super close to Yester Hill. Yeah. So, here's where you popped out, right here. Mm-hmm. And then Yester Hill is here. Okay. So, you can, like, see it from the mountaintop. And but that's there's really, a whole forest between us. Yeah. But yeah, so but as you as you make your way down the mountain, the snow is driving so thick. But uh, but uh, after a minute, you, Kaz, kind of like plowing your way through. You do there is a there is a mountain path that can be followed, and it's kind of hard to stick to necessarily because of the the, the driving snow. But you you manage to maneuver everyone down the mountainside without without too much trouble. Yeah. At a certain point, when you oh, go ahead, just just uh, I think it's. I think she's still raging. She has not yeah. her rage. Mm. Yeah, fair so. enough. Yeah, so it's it's just like it's laser focus. You stay in it as long as you take the damage every turn, and you're taking a lot of emotional turmoil. So. <laughs> and Drogar is like, yeah, it, as Drogar is holding Winnie and like marching down with this torch, he just keeps yelling to Kaz like, "Kaz, do you have sight of the path?" Like as as he's like trying to like whip through. Mm-hmm. And I imagine Kaz, like the Clydesdale horse that she is in this moment, is just like. <laughs> Like, isn't even deterring. It's just like straight on, isn't even squinting, just like wind, ba- just moving. Yeah. So, to, to paint the picture, it's like it's like in the Fellowship of the Rings when they're trying to go over Karadras. Oh, yes. You know? <laughs> on the mountain pass. On the mountainside, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's a storm whipping around them. And yeah. so. And I'm very much Gandalf in that moment, and you are you are very much Legolas. <laughs> and it is also very it is getting very very dark. The sun was setting when you got to the when you appeared in yeah. the tower. Yeah. So we're um, really going by like torch. Like I'm going by torchlight. You're going by dark vision. Like, yeah. Dark vision, and also I mean I can I have eagle eyes. I can, right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, but as you make your way down the path, <clears throat> even following along this like trench that Kaz is carving through the the deep snow. It's just it's it, it it's just not easy. The wind is 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 ripping its way through you, like tearing warmth from your body. It's freezing. Uh, it's maybe the coldest all of you have ever been in your life. Yeah. So, uh, everyone, give me a please give me a, a Constitution saving throw at disadvantage. Disadvantage. Okay. We need to. Oh yeah. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Well, you Drogar is at disadvantage because old. Winnie is disadvantaged because small. <laughs> and Kaz is disadvantaged because plowing through snow. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Eight. Eight? Oh. Sixteen. Uh, Thirteen. Eight, sixteen, thirteen. You do okay, but, but you do okay at first, but then the sun goes down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And so you're just trying to, Kaz, your, your job becomes even more uh, difficult. Um, you're trying to like keep eyes on this path, but it's harder and harder to do as the light descends. Drogar and, and Winnie, it's just the cold. It's just, it's just too cold. Even Winnie like bundled up uh, with Drogar as you are, you're so tiny. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's got to be like, it's like neg- it's negative degrees up here. Mm-hmm. And the, with the wind chill, it's just ripping through. So everyone's going to take a level of exhaustion. When I was about Winnie's age, I have I I twirled baton in the Christmas parade, (laughs) and the costume for the Christmas parade was tights and a sequin red leotard (laughs) and white canvas tennis shoes. Jesus! And when we reached the end of the, we're twirling baton actively. When we reached the end of the parade, me and my sister got in the car to warm our hands, and it was so painful yeah we right. were so cold warming our hands in the car that we were just crying yeah, yeah. it's I that think, cold where you can't even tell if it's hot or cold anymore. Yeah. it just burns i yeah. think winnie is like she has her eyes closed yeah, like ache. she's yeah like she's trying to sleep and she's curled up against <clears throat> you and she just is like i feel like can't just stop. Whole, yeah. she can't whole body stop shaking. she's yeah. just like vibrate and she'll like try and take a deep breath every now and then and she just can't like she just can't stop shaking. Suddenly, while you're like up against my chest, you feel one spot that's just extraordinarily warmer. Mm. Like right next to your cheek, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I would that gives my like cheek some relief. Him, my hand up. And then we like zoom out and we see Drogar and he, he just looks like hollow. Like he, it's almost like he's pushing all of the heat that he has to like that section. He's just trying to make sure that the little, the little one makes it through this final gauntlet. I'm going to start looking for shelter. Whether that's some sort of cave or like just digging as it starts whipping. Yeah. Into the snow. Yeah. You have no idea how far you've actually traveled. Yeah. Um, The pace has been so slow and it is truly, truly dark now. So give, why don't you give me Kaz then another survival check. Okay. Guidance. Thank you. Uh, is this affected by exhaustion? Yes, it's okay. disadvantage on all ability checks, I think, right? For that first level of exhaustion? I'm going to take a look. Yeah. I forget. Is this not on your Disadvantage on ability checks. Okay. Oh, it is. I th- is it? Exhaustion? No, it's not. No? What? What? what kind of discount DM screen did you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. No, it isn't. That's weird. It sh- you would that think it weird. would be. Yeah, I would think it would be on the your DM screen. Levels oh, of whatever. Uh, okay, survival, disadvantage with guidance. Oh, shit. Four on the d20, four on the guidance, so bad and good, and then plus four to survival, so that's 12. Yeah, so you you try, Kaz, but you just can't... You, you whip your head around trying to, to make heads or tails of where you are and find something, anything, that could provide a little bit of cover from the wind and snow. Um... But it's 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 too dark. You can't see more than five feet. You know, uh, and it, even even with the torches, like it, like maybe visibility is like ten feet right now. It's not great. Well, how deep is the snow? It's getting slow. Uh, uh, it's maybe like at this point, it's it's not up to your waists anymore, like it was. But it's still maybe two or three feet deep. Drogar will get like will we'll like bump into Kaz, well, not quite burrow deep, but and like and deep. puts a hand on her shoulder and just kind of like puts his head up next to hers so that she can hear like with the whipping mm-hmm. and just go the tree line. We have to get to the tree line. We can't be out in the open anymore. <laughs> She'll just keep carry on, board, yeah. And okay. as she like, bur- like as she like, Mario runs through the snow. Like <laughs> Drogar is just like lifting his foot and like putting it into like her footholes. 
as he's moving. I think you have like a trench to work with. I'm yeah, like, like making a trench. I'm like, um, a, I'm like a moose. <laughs> you see a moose come through the snow? I hold onto the little moose tail. <laughs> uh, so you, yeah, so you, you. We're care. laughing because we'd cry otherwise. <laughs> Everybody, give me, uh, or Kaz, give me another survival check at disadvantage if you're still trying to lead the way. Guidance. Thank you. Okay. I'll learn how to do that. I'm going to do that. <laughs> different dice, actually. That was an easy. Okay, so t- uh, 10 plus 3 plus uh, 21. 21? Yeah. Whoa. 10 was the lower roll. 10 plus 3 plus 8. T- uh, sorry, no. 10 plus 3 plus 4. Just 17. Yeah, 17. 17. <laughs> Still not bad. Why was I, I was adding 8. <laughs> oh, I was adding 8 because the other die rolled an 18, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly. Uh, I just saw the number 8, and I was like, that's the one. 17. Yeah. You carry on. And, like, Kaz, pretty much the only thing that you can go by now is that the, the snow is getting lower. Yeah. Right? It's the blind believing the blind at this point. It's pitch dark, and you're just stuck in the, the swirling wind. Everyone give me another constitution saving throw, please. <laughs> With disadvantage? At disadvantage, yeah. I'm going to roll my two tiny Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Trevor, come look at that. What is it? Oh! No. Whoa! You don't get that every day. Double twenty. Two twenties. Wow. Yeah, you got the double twenty. Nice. Wow. wow. That's dad vantage. That's dad vantage. <laughs> I gotta take a picture. You of got that. dad vantage. All right, I got a, a ten and a thirteen, so a sixteen total. Four. Sixteen four. Okay. Then I'll put twenty four. Twenty four. I saw you almost point to me, Trevor. I I'm sorry, Tyler. I'm sorry. This sucks. It sucks. How bad is it? The first thing you have to do after Artemis dies is a survival check. Like, the ghost. The ghost of Artie's like, come on. He's sitting by a fireplace watching and be like, that sucks. Boy, glad I escaped that one. Bet you wish you should. Save me now, huh? <laughs> okay. Kaz and Winnie, you are going to take a second level of exhaustion, which Dang. means now disadvantage on ability checks and your speed is halved. Dang. I think I'm not oh, walking, shit. so I don't think that it changes. It, not for your actual travel purposes, but it. But, but it's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. What's that like, Kaz? You know, you just, you feel... You feel your strength start to go, just go out of you. You were, you were fighting off the cold better than your compatriots at first, but now having trudged your way through the snow all the way down this mountain, I think you've been walking who knows how long at this point. It, feel, it could be hours, it could be minutes, it could be days. Um, I think it, it has happened without her really noticing, mm-hmm. but her rage has gone away only on a physiological level. Mm. Mentally, she's still raging, but the rage... Like it, the it, adrenaline is, no long, is left. Yeah, the adrenaline's out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, like she's, you know, she is incredibly hardy, but she's accustomed to warm climates. Like she mm-hmm. will be the last one to suffer a heat stroke. Mm-hmm. But like this cold is sort of a new thing to her. Yeah. So it's bad. It's not great. Trevor will, in this moment, cast light. He's actually he's actually gonna put light like on his hand mm-hmm. and just hold it up and just like let it radiate around mm-hmm. him just mm-hmm. so that he can attempt to see Great. how close they are to the tree line. Great. And I think that's actually what gets you over the constitution set check too. Like for a moment sending up this flare <laughs> gives everybody maybe a little bit more of a boost. Yeah. Uh, that's great, Drogar. And since you got the double 20, let's just roll that in. It's not great, right? <laughs> Wolves appear. <laughs> you're, you're trudging Kaz. I think maybe, like, uh, 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 this speed having, like, maybe you just 
involuntarily go down to one knee. Yeah. You know? Just can't feel her legs. Right. Can't feel legs anymore. No way. No way. Dimitri is trudging along with you. His arm is still broken. Right? So, like, he can't even really help casting spells to... Yeah, it's not... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you still have Emil and Zuleika coming along. They they tarry behind a, a, a little bit because Zuleika has to help support Emil's weight. So... They've been really, they've been trudging along too. It's not looking good, and it, and the wind keeps howling, and the 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 dark of the night feels like it's closing in around you. You all kind of like have this moment where you stop in the snow, um, and it's just not looking good. Like the cold is closing in around you. You can still hear like rods, like vicious taunts, and uh, and and voice carried on the wind. And for a moment, maybe it's just really quiet, and there's nothing but the wind around you, and the darkness closing in, and then Drogar. And it's it like goes out like a lighthouse, and you see like and it's faint, tears and it, are like frozen to the side of his eyes, like it's just so brutal. And I think you have to kind of struggle to maintain it, like it's a little, <sighs> a little flickery. Yeah, like he has to concentrate on a cantrip, like mm-hmm. that's how mm-hmm. hard it is. Like this natural thing, he has to really think about to mm-hmm. to conjure up. Mm-hmm. Um. And with that light, it gives you just enough um, that you can kind of start to make out the tree line. And so, and both of you, like, taking in your surroundings a little bit more after sending up this light, you can either continue down the mountainside and sort of follow the path that's been pretty reliably reading you, uh, leading you. However, that's going to be kind of a roundabout way back if you're trying to get you to Yester Hill. Or you could try to cut right through the woods. Like down the hillside and just come out on top of it, but that means mm. move, that means cutting through the the forest. Yeah. So that's what you see before you. I think Jorgar just just grabs your shoulder and seeing in seeing the woods ahead of us. I think Jorgar trudges past you because now you're thirty feet of movement. Yeah. It's half your. It's your. It's, I'm half. But normally you're at fifteen, 30, right? Yeah. No, so normally my, it'd be forty. It's twenty. Oh, so you're at 20. So yeah. we have the same movement speed. Okay. Now. So uh, because I didn't take a half and I'm at 20 normally. So I grab your mm-hmm. sh- I think I like grab your shoulder like the strap of the fur around you and just go, come on, you trooper. And like pull, like and pulls you and is just like moving through mm-hmm. on pure adrenaline to get to that tree line. Yeah. Just get some shelter. Yeah. Carrying on into the forest. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Can't give me or whoever is leading, give me another survival. And everyone give me one more con. Oh, no. Okay. Natural one. Natural one. On, Natural the, one. on the survival? Yep. Uh, on the survival for me, that's a 21. Okay. And then on the con. Oh, yeah. Let me do the con. That's out of the box. 19 for the con. 19 for the con. One survival, 19 con. Okay. The con for me is a five. Well, actually, strictly, so four, strictly speaking, the survival is a five, but it's a natural one either way. Okay. So I succeeded on the survival. You made it through the con. <laughs> but we are not in good shape. Not in good you shape. You make your way into the tree line, and as you as you, as you you move deeper and deeper into the forest, it starts to get... It's not as piercingly cold anymore. Um, it's still pretty cold, but the, the, the snow has fallen away largely, and, and it's not quite so... Uh, quite so violently cold anymore. Um, as you, however, now you are now contending with the um, harsh landscape of the Barovian forests. So it's not necessarily any easier. Twenty one. Twenty one on the on the boy, survival. Oh boy, you're trying. You had a strong sense of direction, Drogar, from when you sent up light. 
but once you get into the forest, you, it's impossible, you know, because you, you're losing sight of your uh, your sort of a, a marker, so to speak, right. once you get into the forest. I've reached my marker. Now I don't know where to go from there. Right? Yeah. You continue to wander, but the forests, I don't know, it just starts being like... Did we pass that tree already? Did we? You know what I mean? Did we? Yeah. Did we go by that? I, that moss looks on that rock looks familiar. Without Artie, it's it's because you are appreciating how hard it is. I'm just looking for like anything that is uh, where like a rock meets the ground that's on the right side of the wind. I just we need to sleep. We need to just rest somewhere. I think as we're marching, trying to make camp. Yeah, I think as we're marching, I think I think Drogar is going to start calling out. Sorry, his name. Oh, okay. I think he's gonna. Oh, wow. I think he's just like, it's it's like when they're lost in a storm and they're they're calling for like their parent almost. Like Ooh. I think I think Drogar is just like I imagine that Kaz is like right in front of him and he's got the shoulder to lead. You know, like they're like lead, the blind leading the blind, and I've got Winnie under one arm and we've got Zuleika and Emil behind us, and I'm just yelling with whatever horse breath I have left. Give me a performance check. I cast thaumaturgy. <gasps> and make his voice louder. Three times louder. Great. Fucking yes. Do with advantage. Great, because I only have a plus one in performance. <laughs> okay. That is an 18 performance charm. Ooh. Tell me about it. Yeah, so I think Drogar is, he's like, it starts off, and it's just like, Zarya! <laughs> Zarya! Oh, this cold. And like, just booms out yeah, at the last minute, yeah, and like, yeah. we zoom in, and we just see Winnie with like, one little hand against the chest, and he goes, like thaumaturgy gets cast and it's like Zarya and you hear it echo off the mountains around you birds it, yeah yeah take like a, a, yeah. Uh, yeah a cacophony of birds takes off into the air and you hear it echo for a few moments uh, and then finally after after what feels like a long long time it finally just like echoes out of existence and I think at that point from that Drogar just falls to his knees like that that was yeah. With the wind, and now it, I'm guessing I'm at a second level of exhaustion because I got a. Everyone is now. That. Yeah, I think some are on three. Um, Kaz, I think. Did you fail all three? No, you're, you, you succeeded the second one. I, I think. succeeded the con check. Just or now. the third one. Yeah. Oh, the con check. Yeah. Uh, two. Well, I did well. Three. I think Winnie's at, at three. Winnie's at three. I'm at two. Droger's at two, and Kaz is at two. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Murphy. Yeah. Um, so what do you want to do? There's no immediate response incoming or anything, but you do hear it echo out across the mountains. Yeah. Just anything, anything, anything mm -hmm. that is out yeah. of the wind, mm -hmm. which I am hoping will be easier to find now that we're in the forest. Just like a hole in the ground. The Give nook a... between a rock th and, and the floor. Just something. Give me a I'm perception just, check. Like, I'm just, I'm pulling you both down mm -hmm. to the floor with me and we're going the fuck to sleep. What am I doing again? Perception. Perception. Or investigation. Whatever you investigation. like. I choose perception. I'm gonna do. do... I? I do. You're um, unconscious. I thought. <laughs> no, I just fell on my knees. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm you're not dead yet. Well, you're dead. <laughs> I'm, only, I'm only flavor unconscious. Okay, yeah. The 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 rolls are reflecting how tired well, I actually am. Yeah. <laughs> perception. That's a six. Can I roll a? I, I want to do an insight to see how close together the trees are. 
how close together the trees are gathered. Yeah, like to, uh, to try to get a sense of like how close to the edge of the forest you are. Maybe is that the idea? Well, I have something else planned. But oh, just... never mind then. Uh, I'm sorry. I just read that the sixth level of exhaustion just says death. death. Yes. So, <laughs> I don't. I'm. Yeah. When is it three? Wolf. Um, they're all pretty tightly packed. They are. Yes. Then I don't care. That was a six. It's not great. We're sleeping on the fucking forest floor. And, like, I am just spooning both of you and wrapping everyone up in my wolf pelt, and we're going to fuck to sleep. Is your axe available? I have many things. Yes. Jorgar <laughs> <laughs> uh, is... I have many pelts. <laughs> You're just going to see this... You see this helpless effort as Jorgar grabs your axe and goes to one of the trees and just starts swinging with one hand because he's got Winnie bundled up, and he just goes... When he's trying to knock the tree down, and like he bounces off the bark. Yeah, yeah. he's like I, trying to get through it to try to make like some sort of like structure. Uh, Kaz will just walk up to you. If you are going to kill yourself, fine, but give me the girl. You do this then. And he, no, I'm going to sleep. And I like grab Winnie and just like wrap her up in my wolf pelt, and we like I just lie down at the foot of a tree. Hopefully in between a couple of roots, if I can manage it. It's the most, uh, yeah, you've maybe, maybe find a tree that like has a little bit of a hollow in it. Yeah. Um, that gives a little bit of protection, but otherwise you're, 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 you're yeah, you're just out there. But yeah, everyone just kind of tucking in. Yeah. I think, um. You're going to have a disadvantage on anything you try to do at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so. Damn it. It's up, but yeah, <laughs> but it's up to, Sit it's up to down. you. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that's the consensus. Yeah. So just trying to hang out by it. Uh, okay. As Winnie, as Winnie feels you settle, you just... No, I'm sorry. No. Drogar is going to go... Drogar is going to go up to Let's this tree. Let's drag this out. Drogar is going to go right up to this tree that he was trying to hit, and he's going to guiding bolt it and try to take it down to give us some sort of structure that we can lean up against so that we're not, like... Out we have structure. We're leaning against well, we have, the tree. We have roots in the tree, but like if the tree goes down, we can nestle ourselves into like Give it a shot. the yeah. ferns and shit, so that we're not getting ripped apart. By Roll the hit. Uh, that is an eighteen. Roll damage. <laughs> What's the HP on an ancient oak tree? Frozen. We don't know if it's ancient frozen or not. ancient oak tree. We don't know if it's ancient. You don't know what tree I picked. We picked it about the size of a guiding bolt can knock down. <laughs> um, that's nine points of damage. Nine? That's just not. It, it's not enough. You just can't summon the the energy to guide a bolt in the way that you usually do. And like a, a little simmers up, but it kind of just ineffectually like wafts against the bark of the tree. Fuck. All right. All right. From underneath the pelt. You just hear Kaz, who is literally just, like, holding Winnie like a freaking teddy bear. Just, like, she kind of pokes her head out and goes, Drogar, know when to admit defeat. <sighs> and that sentence has a few extra barbs on it. Right. Drogar will uh, admit defeat and will um, sit next to Kaz and will... And you all cuddle, you all snuggle. Yes. It's like a big, just a bunch of spoons in the forest. Yep. Uh, yeah, Zuleika transforms into a wolf and kind of like curls up and wraps herself around Emil, uh, who kind of like lays against her, uh, against her chest. Um, and Dimitri walks over to your huddle, uh, still holding his broken arm. Can I get in on that? 
<laughs> and he turns into a, 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 a raven just to be smaller. Yeah. And kind of like cuddles in, you know. I think he can actually fit inside the plate armor. If he's a raven, he can like squeeze in there and be right up against me if he wants. Are birds cold-blooded? No. No? Okay, good. Nobody. It is still true that nobody knows where Pasha is, if that's on anybody's mind. But if everyone is too tired, then we just pass out. Yeah, it's on my mind, but I'm too tired to give a shit. Okay, great. And we knock out. As you settle down against the tree, you hear a little voice from inside your say, pelt say, it, and then Drogar casts Guiding Bolt, and she doesn't finish what she was going to say. Mm, okay. Mm. I have enough energy to be mildly curious, but not enough to say anything. <laughs> okay. Okay. You go to sleep, waking up, then, uh, and it's only, it feels like as soon as you're, you close your eyes, you get the, the, the gentle grays of, of morning. Uh, it feels like, I don't know, you must, you, you probably, if the sun rises at, at 5.30, you probably all actually, like, collapsed at this tree at, like, 4.45. Oh. So. <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, Jeez. But you get a little bit of rest, and I'm going to say, everyone give me another constitution check. Oh, my God. And this is to see, because it's not a full night, it's not really a full night yeah, rest. That's still, definitely I'm not gonna, a I'm going to roll two. Wow. Not 20. I'm going to roll two D20s. Jesus Christ. Wait a second. Are we rolling a disadvantage? No, just a straight one. Oh, oh well, just a straight I should, one? I should just re-roll them because I Would don't know which one of those I should actually count with. <laughs> just a straight one. Just a straight one. Great. Okay. Constitution is 16. <laughs> 16. 16. Mm -hmm. That's good. Winnie? Uh, just a regular? Yes. 15. 15. Oh, that's a nat 20 for a 22. Alright, so everyone will remove one level of exhaustion. Sweet! It's a, it just As we go into the next day? Yeah. Then, so I'm still at two levels of of exhaustion the next day. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Back yeah, to one, baby. A, it takes a night's rest to get rid of a, a level of exhaustion. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Eight hours. A level. Correct. Um, would, yes. Would you would you count that as a short rest? It, we're, it's mechanically mechanically we're going to call it a long rest. I just had you do the cold to see if you got the level of exhaustion off. Okay, so it but is a be, long rest. Yes, so you'll get you'll get everything back and you'll you'll get your level eight stuff. Well, oh. shit. All right, great. Okay, but I, still, but I still have two levels of exhaustion. Yes, but you still have remaining levels of exhaustion. Okay, you get you remove one. So I think that'll that puts Winnie at two, Kaz at one, and Drogar at one. Yes. Right? Of exhaustion, yes. So I'm going to hit a long rest here and then give myself exhaustion. Level 8. Level 1. Oh, damn! I just saw what my HP is now that we're level 8 and I don't have necrotic damage anymore. Wow. It's high! <laughs> wow! <laughs> what is it? It's very high! <laughs> it's almost... It's a big number! It's almost 100. <gasps> okay. Um, so you awake the next, the next day. And the time is yours. Oh, God. Are we still, like, freezing our asses off? No, it's not so... It's more regular temperature down here now. It's still cold. I mean, you slept outside, so yes, it's cold. But it's not the, the, the wind... The, the driving snow and and freezing temperatures anymore. You're back in, like, Barovia, Barovia. Like, where, where you're, the climate you're accustomed to. Which is still cold and awful, but you know what I mean. <laughs> we, like, as we stir and awake, I think Drogar just goes, like... And you see the cape come off and like all this snow, this excess like snowfall that just, just flies off with it. And he just kind of stands up and he goes, Dimitri? Yeah, and he turns back. Oh, his little broken wing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, his little yeah, raven, yeah. his little wing hangs down to the side. 
I don't think I've never heard this bad. Oh. I don't know if mechanically I I can I can try. Well, you tell me, DM. What would be more effective in healing him? Whether it would be cure wounds, whether it would be some sort of healing spell, or whether life transference and giving him same the same. Yeah. Do you have like a? I thought you were going to say between just giving him HP back or doing like a lesser restoration or something. I have lesser restoration, but I don't know if that... No, would... that's... Not, lesser restoration is like conditions. Okay. Yeah, it's like blindness. Like restoration, maybe. Sure. Like full, full spell, but... I, um, okay, great. So I'm going to I'm gonna cast at third level, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds. On Dimitri. On Dimitri. Okay. Yeah, as you can see like... To try to attempt to to maybe <laughs> unbreak the arm. He won't, won't bring him to full health, but maybe I can... Say you love me again. Break my well, that's eighteen arm. points of healing. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So you see, like his face all all last night and this morning, his face is like screwed up in overwhelming pain. You can see beads of sweat rolling down his forehead. His face yeah, is he's very like red. fevering from the break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, as you cast the spell, you feel you see like a little relief come across his face, but he still looks in pretty rough shape. Um, he's, his, his, he's not guarding his arm quite the same way he was before yeah. he can move his finger. So like definitely help, but he's still, he's, he's still not great. I think I'd want to take a quick look at his arm. Cause it seems like that's the worst injury we're dealing with at the moment before mm-hmm. trudging on and continuing that. Yeah. It's not my best, but I can try it. That's a four. His arm's broken. That's for sure. Great. Cool. <laughs> Can I tell where? Is it like four? Yeah, it's right. It... Uh, yeah. In fact, you know what? I'll tell you. It's broken like at the elbow. Oh, oh. shit. Um, yeah, 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 oh. yeah. Because yeah. he, because like Strahd like grabbed his wrist and like, like yoink. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's broken Great. like at the elbow. All right, cool. Yep. That's broken. Can... Try not to move it. Let's go. Can Drogar do a medicine check to try to get a branch? To like splint it, give him a splint. Yeah, do a medicine check. Yeah, and I'm at disadvantage, right? Because I'm at exhaustion. Yeah. Exhaustion. Correct work. disadvantage on ability checks. Yep. Oh, that's not gonna do it. Position, <laughs> guide thyself. I think the best thing is if we just just got out of these goddamn woods. I couldn't agree more with you. Shall we forward? Yes. Wait, and you're sort of like oh. pack, picking up and packing up and like getting ready to go, and a meal speaks for you. I know this might not be the best time, but there's something you need to know. And Zuleika quickly interjects. No, gosh, uh, Emil, we we didn't get a good night's sleep. You, you, you've been through a lot. Just let, 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 let's go. Yeah, that's a good idea. Let, uh, get to what? wherever we're going. No, 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 no. let the man speak. I, uh, I'm sorry, I have one more thought comment, but uh, uh, no, he, he's not speaking sense. He, he, he was in a dungeon for, for however long. Zuleika, please, they bled for us. Up out of the pack. I'd love to know, at least. No, you noble idiot! You go off so determined to get yourself killed or captured or worse. Well, and meanwhile, I'm the one who's gonna stay behind and keep these pubs alive. Fine, but I won't be a part of it. And she storms off. He's just sitting there, still, still pretty weakly. I know you embarked on this venture to get rid of Carol. We can have our fight. We may win. Maybe. But there's no one left in that pack that'll answer to me. And so even if we kill Carol, I, I don't know. However, I'm his sire. If you, if you kill me, he won't be able to answer the call. Mm. I thought you deserved to know. That's why he had to have me locked away. 
and not just killed outright. You've already sacrificed so much, and I know not for me, per se, but you've sacrificed nonetheless, and I just it didn't feel right not making it known. What does that mean? If you kill me, you won't be a wolf anymore. What about the rest of them? Any, any wolves made by his bite will continue to be, unless you killed him. Do we have to do this? No. You don't have to do anything, but it's an easier way than challenging him to a fight. But we don't have to. Well, you're bound by no law to do any such. If we kill you, and there are still other werewolves faithful to him, one of them will just bite him. We need you alive just as badly as he did. And then she calls back to Zuleika. And as for you, anything else you want to tell us? We're not going to kill your husband, but if you are hiding anything else from me, I'm going to kill you. You know, normally I would be uh, opposed to siding with Kaz's barbaric ways, but on this I do certainly have to agree. You have not been forthcoming with us. Oh, have I? And if the secret to killing Strahd was to cut the head off the little one, you'd just go ahead and do it, would you? No. And that is where you and I are different. You assumed that if we knew the knowledge about your love... And now he turned, Kirill, that we would take his life. I didn't assume anything. Mm. I didn't know what you would do if you knew. But if there was a chance that my husband would be killed based on something I said after I already threw my life away, put my children in danger to aid you, Yes, I kept some things to myself. And what have we given for your cause? Don't you make it a measuring contest. I've lived here far longer than you. You think just because you've come to this valley and now it's drawn your blood, you think you're entitled to everything I've ever thought, spoken or felt? When he walks away, she starts looking for twigs in the forest. Um, Kaz enters a rage. I, I, I want to full-on tackle Zuleika right now. Roll hit. Disadvantage because exhaustion. Yeah, probably. Uh, well, no, that would be. What are you? What level you're at? I'm. I'm level no, it's eight. just I'm a to do a grapple. It's just ability checks. So. Oh, okay. Unless if you're only level two, which Guidance. I think you are. No, I've got level one. <laughs> then yeah, no, you're good. Okay. <laughs> I I'm gonna I'm not I'm gonna pass on that Droger. I don't think you. Will. I'm trying to be very very surprising okay. with this. Uh, okay, so if I'm doing an athletics check, that's gonna be a uh, twenty-two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Go ahead. Just, yeah, just like full on, like tackle, roll, thunk against the ground, like mm -hmm. hand around her throat. I asked you a simple question and anything but a simple answer is going to end with your blood spilled across these rocks. I don't care if your husband sees it. You feel a hand on your shoulder. That's a meal. Please take your hands off my wife. If there is anything else that we need to know about either of you. There's not. She only, she sought to protect me. Would you do differently for your family? Look straight into Zuleika's eyes. Is that true? Gets up. She gets off. I understand. You're angry. Intentions are high. You haven't seen angry! Kaz storms off. Look, we're all just doing what we, what we need to, to survive. You can't blame Zuleika. What would you do? Everybody's different, and if we want to get out of this alive, it requires different people to work together. Correct. But it also requires you to perhaps use a different train of thought. I understand, Zuleika, 
that you feared for your husband's life. But have we not in the past 24 hours shown that we have your best interest in mind? Now, Master Trogar, one as long-lived as you, I think, can reasonably ascertain that the speed of trust is somewhat slower than that. Well, you are correct. However, we do not have such time. Let there be no secrets between us anymore. You've bled for us. You're part of the pack. We have not just bled for you, Emil. We have died for you. There is a difference. I cannot get back what is dead. And Drogar will turn and go after Kaz. And after Winnie, who may or may not be in the same direction. Hi, girls. Oh, sorry, Abby. It looks like you can't sit with us. On Wednesdays, we accessorize based on the book we're reading. Yeah, I'm reading Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, so I'm wearing secondhand jeans. And I'm reading Moby Dick, so I've got this wailing harpoon. Sorry, Abby. Come back when you're more on brand. Actually, Megan, I've got this playmat and dice tray based on the art from Eamon, Queen of the Flightless Dragons by Martha Carr. Whoa! Where did you get those? You want to trade for my pants? Don't worry. Martha Carr is running a Kickstarter campaign for the month of August, so you can get your own. They're the perfect accessories for fans of tabletop games and fantasy novels alike. Wow, sounds like a whale of a time. Get it? Because I have a harpoon. Okay, now you can't sit with us. This summer, find your favorite playmats and dice trays with art featuring your favorite taco truck owning, dragon riding, demon slaying heroes. The Kickstarter campaign begins August 14th. Find the link in the episode description. Yeah, where's Winnie? She walked through the woods when it seemed like, I think with two levels of exhaustion, she's having trouble understanding what everybody's talking about. Mm -hmm. And it's also very adult and doesn't feel important to her. Mm -hmm. None of this feels important. Mm -hmm. And, And so she takes a little walk through the woods and she finds she's looking for twigs so that she can cast spells. Mm-hmm. And she's just look, picking up little twigs and putting them in her bag. And then towards the end of the conversation, she just walks over to where Artie is and just sits down. Trevor will, will, will reach out to Kaz. I don't know if you've stopped or if you're like still marching, but she's marching, but she's aware of the fact that not everyone is immediately behind her. So she's marching a little slower. Yeah. Because what? You should wait for the little one. She'll just call out, Winnie! What? I don't know what you're doing, but do it in this direction. I'm not doing anything. That's fine, too. Just stay close. I I need to retrieve Artemis as well. I'll walk slowly. So yeah, you move over to uh, Artemis's body, and you find Winnie sat next, sat right next to it. As you start walking over, she gets up and starts walking after Kaz. Mm. Okay. Drogar will take Artemis, strap him to his back again, and carry him. Put a shield on, yeah, through the whole nine yards. It's much easier moving now that now that it's daylight. So we have this sort of like tense conversation, which doesn't really land anywhere. It's just all that we're just going to keep doing what we're doing is kind of the takeaway from that tense conversation. Yeah. <laughs> it's complicated right now. It's, it's compl- a little it's fucked com- up right now. It's complicated now. right now. We don't have to be friends. We just have to work together. <laughs> but like as soon as, as soon as you kind of like get yourselves together and pick yourselves up and start walking again, you are met by a band of berserkers. 
they kind of like rise up out of the brush and uh, and and bushes and and foliage around you. They're just so distinct, all with the bright crimson hair and uh, and big beards and kind of covered in uh, like leather and 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 like mud and leaves and you know they just kind of uh, cover themselves in the in 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 the land uh, so that they move may move through it unseen. But yeah, they 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 kind of uh, pick their heads up uh, and say. Sorry, I heard your uh, summons. I think you'd better follow us. There's something you'll want to be attending to. Oh, shit. Uh, as soon as we arrive in this moment, Winnie is still a little bit unresponsive, and even more so for a second as we come upon them, and she has a flashback to the last moment we encountered the berserkers in the woods, and that was the moment Pasha that ran away. we lost Pasha the first time around. Dang it. Who is it that um, travels with you? And they see uh, the the berserker say, looking at um, Pasha, uh, not Pasha, um, Dimitri. Not Pasha. Not Pasha. Zuleika. Zuleika, Emil, and Dimitri. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Well, they know Dimitri, but Zuleika and Emil. Allies of ours for now. Not friends, but yes, allies. As you say, Kavan. Is Daria all right? Oh, I. Oh, I. Okay. Indeed. Strong as ever, but just. Follow us. Okay. Should have led with that, but I'll... <laughs> I will look back at Emil. I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll look back at Emil and go, not a movement out of place, not a word otherwise, or they will kill you both. Emil goes like, he just kind of holds his yeah. hands up resignedly and gives you like a little shrug. Zuleika has a sour look on her face and she goes, <laughs> Turner will get an inch from her and go, is there... All right, that's enough. That's enough. Come on, come on. We're all on the same side. Let's go. <laughs> People keep getting up in this lady's face, and her husband is. Right. <laughs> He's very chill about it. Somebody's gonna let die. Us, let us not forget she's a fucking werewolf and can transform at any moment. Also, no, I don't what like I'm her. Worried about? Okay. <laughs> but like, but also, mostly also trying to prevent her from getting killed by the berserkers. Like, mm-hmm. fair enough. And then we have a bigger problem of a male fighting the berserkers. I don't, I'm not dealing in, I'm not trafficking in adult conversations right now. <laughs> yeah, <that's> right. <laughs> Very fair. Oh so, you know? doing that. led by the escort of, of berserkers, it's, it's much simpler to get through the forest. And soon you get the, the sounds of camp and the smell of the forge, and you arrive back on Yester Hill. Um, and, uh, and as you do so, the, the sort of like company of berserkers who found you were like, uh, well, uh, you know where Zara's tent is. If there are any amenities amongst the camp that you'll be needing, we're, we're, we're happy to share. Uh, what is ours is yours, Kavan. Kaz is so exhausted. She just like bear hugs this guy. Oh, 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 oh. Well, well, yes. It's good to see a friendly face. It's a long story. Uh, well, <clears throat> Glad to see you. Glad to have you all back. Is something wrong? Is something bad? Well, that was... Go see Zara. I look up at Cass. Yeah, she's already, like, power walking. You do so. Um, and, of course, as uh, making your way through the camp, everyone recognizes you at this point. Um, those you pass bow in deference to Kaz. And before too long, you come to Zara's sort of central tent. And making your way inside, you feel that familiar sort of like warmth of the fire, the, the fire from the forge bouncing off the, 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 the leather walls of the tent. And you see Zarya sat on her big, uh, on a, on her big throne, uh, off to one side and sitting in her lap <gasps> is Sasha. 
Oh, oh my god. Just kind of curled up into a perfect circle on Zarya's huge lap. And Zarya is just like, just kind of giving soft, gentle strokes all the length of, of Sasha's body. And as you make your way into the tent, she kind of looks up and says, um, This one, out on its own. What happened? Artemis fell. Strahd ambushed us, and we lost Artemis. It makes me very, very happy to see that she found you. Oh, it weren't me. She were found by my chief scout. Poor thing, half starved and frozen. But I knew when I saw her all by her lonesome, something must have happened. He's really gone. Cast just nods grimly. Well, not gone. I have him, but yes, gone. Why? Have you any inkling of what to do with the remains? Yes. We'd be proud to host him here. If you would allow it. This place has served for the burial grounds of all our kin for thousands of years. He deserves to be among warriors. And I, he will be. I am sorry. My friend, Gaban, it's a great loss. We've all lost loved ones to the devil. You're really part of the tribe now. I'm sure you've been through a lot. Rest here. Take advantage of all we have. It's yours. It's the least I can offer. And as for this one, she looks down at Sasha, who hasn't even, like, she made, I think she's still probably asleep. And she's still, like, shivering a little bit. She was found half starved and injured by my chief scout. He could tell you more about exactly where he found her and, and how, if you're interested. Where is he? Skyogar! You may see uh, entering the tent. Really tall uh, human. Bl- uh, with cr- like crimson red hair, the same color as Zarya's. Um, pulled back into a sort of long ponytail braid, which falls down their back, the sides of their head completely shaved, right? Um, and you see uh, sort of like the, the leathers that all of the... the um, the berserkers generally wear, and you can see he's got a, a, a huge uh, bow kind of slung across his, across his back with the string kind of cutting across his chest as he makes his way in. This is Skogar Olaf. Chief scout since my sister was in charge. Rest yourselves. You're a guest of honor. Skogar, if you'll do me a favor, just stay with them if they need anything. See to it, eh? And he sort of gives a nod. Yeah. Skogar, is there a tent that we can call our own while we're here? Go ahead, Skogar. I'm not your mom. I'm not your boss. <laughs> I said, I'm not your mom. <laughs> I love not that. your mother, Skogar. <laughs> what is this guy's name? I haven't taken a single note. Skogar I know, me neither. Olaf. I'll ask him. Skogar Olaf. Yeah, so Drogar um, looks at Skogar and goes, uh, Skogar, lead us to a tent where we may look outwards. Of course. <gasps> Drogar it is, right? <laughs> Why, yes! Yesterhill, what if Tyler's a berserker? Oh, <laughs> much, 
I know. I think. Uh, oh my god. So, Dr- so Drogar like looks looks at him and goes, uh, "Yes, yes." I don't need to write that name down anymore. Fuck it. That's no, no, okay. I, I'm going back to not having taken a single note tonight. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a bit at a loss for words right now. We got a place for you to lay your head down, and uh, he'll go over and he'll give Sasha a quick pet. And then just like kind of check on her, then <laughs> and then Fuck, lead everyone out. She, uh, yeah, uh, at your approach, Olaf, she uh, uh, raises her head a, just just a little bit, you know, and puts in, you know, kind of puts the ears back, and she just lets you like do a few scritches, but she can barely manage more than mm-hmm. just lifting her head up. Yeah, and he just like gently, like you know starts at the top of her head and like rolls over the cheek mm. and like just cups her cheek and gives her like a few scratches. She seems calm, the rest of you note. Yeah. <sighs> I think like every, everything, much like me right now, everything just comes crashing down. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. great. I think that's perfect. Like every, I think yeah. all of you just start crying. Yeah. <laughs> Kaz just, Kaz like, Kaz lets out like she, you're a real bastard, Trevor. If you, yeah, if you, it's Tyler's idea. Oh it's Tyler's God, idea. You're a real bastard, Tyler. <laughs> it's Tyler's idea. Like, yeah. If, if if anyone anyone who sees anyone who's like, if Cass is in the corner of your eye shot, you just notice that she's just shaking. Like she's yeah. just shaking, and then like it just as if a volcano has erupted. She just like head back, full throated roar towards the sky, just screams. And I think, and she just like, she just falls to her knees, like two fists on the ground, just like, just, just weeping, just like waterfalls pouring out of her eyes. She's like everything that she has been putting off to the side for survival's sake since Strahd showed up is just rushing up to the surface and she's incapacitated. Um, you feel huge hand on your shoulder. I'm kind of like that rests on your shoulder and then moves and like maybe gently up and down on your back. Hi, so, as you were. She is, however, she's going to be in this state for let's say roughly ten minutes. Sure. In that time, she's going to ritually cast speak with animals. Okay. Oh my God. <gasps> okay. She's going to ritually cast God speak with animals. Okay. That's a Campbell cried enough for one night. <laughs> no. <I can't. laughs> So after ten after ten minutes of just after ten minutes of full throated bawling, and I'm gonna start crying now too. Kaz just looks up at Sasha and says, "I don't need you to say anything. I just need you to hear that I'm sorry." Then yeah. she resumes crying. And I think yeah, at this at that point, Sasha lifts her head and 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 kind of you know turns it all around, and as she sees you all. You see her pupils open up, so she's got big eyes, and she kind of like rolls a little roly poly onto the floor, and she she's limping a little bit, but she gingerly makes her way over to the the three of you, and then and just kind of like falls. She starts like weaving in between your legs, you know, pushing up against in the in that way that cats do, and uh, she looks into your eyes, Kaz is. As you speak to her, and then she just she kind of she like she maybe comes to you last and winds her way around your legs and just lays down on top of your feet. <laughs> yeah, Kaz can't move. She's she's gonna be here for like at least an hour. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome to stay. Yeah, the time is so. Uh, we're really I think we're just gonna move in. Like today is just gonna be 
just what you need it to be. The time is yours. You're in the berserker, you're in the berserker camp. You have a new friend who can show you around or answer questions <laughs> or, or whatever you like. Um, <laughs> but the time is yours. You have the berserker. Hi, camp. nice to meet you. I'm your queen. <laughs> 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 I've had a lot of time to think about how I'm going to do this. Jorgar Jorgar goes out and asks Olaf how he asks him to help to help him build a funeral pyre. Olaf, I would require you to and perhaps a few of your strongest men and women to help me build a funeral pyre for my departed friend. Unfortunately. We've become quite good at it. Yes. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Well, so, for those of you listening, this is a table full of crying people. <laughs> this is a mess. We're a mess. Awful. You know, I figured I'd get something done tonight, but I guess... <laughs> You folks listen to this? It's just a bunch of people crying. Mm-hmm. So I imagine we see this montage of like. Does everyone want to help in, or is uh, or is anybody doing? If they're still else? working on it by the time I get like my senses back to me, yeah. I, I want to reiterate. I want. I want to retcon. I'm not doing the funeral service. I think. I'm, I think it's just, just building the pyre. The process of us building the pyre. Yeah. Because it does take a long time to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of. It's a lot of stuff. That Obviously, when the when it stuff. actually happens, we'll all be gathered around. And yeah, yeah. But I think for now, I think it's just the process of like getting sure. the body ready and doing all that stuff that we have to do. So. Yeah. I think he just silently goes about it. This is part of the process, so I don't want to interrupt it for you. I want to. I'm there. I'll do it with you, but let I'm letting you deal with it on your own. So I'm I'm there the whole time, but I'm not going to say anything unless you say something to me. Otherwise, yeah. it's just silently going about the work. And as we as we as as we see like these trees, we see like some trees just like coming down in the distance and like mm-hmm. we see like bears coming from the forest with the logs like in their mouths just like <laughs> carrying them you uh-huh. know what i mean like moving them up and like putting them in position of like layering them and then sure. layering them Zarya clears a, a space for you sort of at the center of the hill like not too far from her very own tent yeah. so right at the precipice of the hill Drugo has this area that's kind of like dusted off He's laid Artemis down, and what he's going to do mechanically is he's going to cast Ceremony, and he's going to cast Funeral Rite. Um, and mechanically, that means that he can't become undead for seven uh, for seven days. Mm-hmm. But really, what I think he's doing is he's prettying up the body. He's like preparing it to be shown. Yeah, yeah. The you know the process of making sure that the hair is like bound right and braided right. He's got like a bucket of water and he's washing the blood out of the clothing, making sure that the bowstring is taut again. You know. Imagine as he's doing the hair, he gets that moment of uh, already being like the Esmeralda will like my hair. Yeah, like he's like he's seeing these images of Artemis and like. And he's like having these moments of like you falling into the ice trap in the river and being like, Jesus, it's fucking cold. It's raining spears. Running out of the forest away from the berserkers. And like we see all these flashbacks of these moments and like Drogar just, he leans over the body and he just like puts his head in his hands 
Yeah, I think he just breaks down because he he like he made it. He made it so far with us, and then to lose him like that. Artemis, I'm so sorry. I should have just said the words. I should have said the words. I should have said I was scared. I'm so sorry. Anything uh, would a uh, Kaz Winnie while this process is happening while Drogar is attending to the body and and, and seeing to the construction of the pyre. Kaz will be helping with the the pyre. <laughs> This is how they took care of their dead in the, the desert as well. The ground was too hard to bury anyone, so they would always do. They would, they would burn. Yeah. I have two levels of exhaustion, so I don't think that... I think I'm sick. I think I'm just sick. And so I think that if it is okay, like, I think that I'll sit with Sasha on the ground yeah. and, like, just watch. Yeah, she curls around you and you kind of like rest your head against her chest and you can feel that like the vibration of her um, purring mm -hmm. as you put your head to the side. It's kind of like, it happened I, I, with Sasha. I can't even imagine because when I put my ear against Dusty's chest, it like just goes through the whole body. So I can't even imagine what it's like with with a whole Sasha. You know yeah. what I mean? I do a, a big hug on her and I just kind of rest and watch everybody work and feed her little pieces of food that I have in my bag if she'll take it. Great. Um, at a certain point, Winnie, uh, you you hear these, you, you, you like shake a little bit as these big thundering footsteps make their way over to you and you see Zarya um, approaching you and she kind of like kneels. She like kneels down and she has her head between her knees like crouching down so that she's like eye level with you. <laughs> so she's you, looking you. down. Yeah, <laughs> she's still looking down at you and her head is between her knees. Um, she says, uh, what are you feeling, little one? You don't have to say. I just aimed. I just know when you're small, when you're so wee, failings are, well, they take up your whole body. My Uncle Ham used to say wee. Oh, aye? Mm hmm It's a good word. Mm hmm Accurate to describe one small. Mm hmm Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'm feeling... Not really much at all, or just so much that it's just kind of letting me be. Not much of a difference at the end of the day, I suppose. I don't know. I think maybe there is, because if it's the second one, then it's going to happen at some point. You'll be all right, wee one. I promise. I know it feels right now like this will never end. You'll feel this sad the rest of your days, but it will end. It always does, and we all survive. But what if it's, like, been, like, too much, all too fast, you know? No such thing, little one. We're endless. You and I. So is Artemis. But where is he now? Because... He's... He's a lot safer than you, wee one. Are you sure? Because I had heard that, like... Bad stuff happens to souls here. Bad things happen in Barovia all the time. But the thing about this gloom is that it can't stand love. Can't stand it. Do you remember what this hill used to look like? Mm -hmm. Barren, empty, cold. A playground for monsters and madness. Well, now look at it. And you look around and you see, you see children running. You see people making... Uh, making armor and food. You see people going about their business. You see people laughing. You see people crying. You see people existing. We make what drives away the fog, Winnie. It'll be okay. 
Where's that, um, wee one who was with you? With the one eye. Is he okay? He's not here anymore. Tragic to lose one so young. No, he's... I don't know where he is now. What? Oh, you mean... He left you? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, don't you worry about that. Boys always run away when they don't know what they're feeling. Really <laughs> 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 that. I second that. <laughs> I think that really actually makes Winnie laugh for a second. <laughs> hey, you know, I didn't think of it that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. You're a tough little peanut. <laughs> You'll be right. Okay. She puts a huge, like, I think her hand is, like, the whole size of your back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but still, sorry. Gives, yeah, 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 yeah. But she gives you a few very, still very gentle pats on the back. Okay. And just kind of gets up and, yeah. That's like me patting this beer can and not knocking it over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I think that's, that's takes a lot of restraint. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, like, not near the computer. Not again. Place your hand patting Winnie I on the... Yeah, I literally think that is... Like, Zarya patting Winnie on the back is literally, like, me patting this beer can and not knocking it over. But even that, like, just... I, I like, moved it a lot. Like, that for Winnie is like, oh! <laughs> Very gentle. Yeah, I'm... I think Winnie is really locked up right now. I think she's feeling too many feelings to know how to deal with. And she's thinking a lot about her mom... And wishing that, like, there could be somebody there to, like, tell her that this has happened before. Mm-hmm. And that people have gotten through this for as long as, like, history. But she doesn't have somebody there to do that. Um, so she just keeps snuggling Sasha and watching everybody. But mm-hmm. is grateful that she had a laugh. <laughs> Trigar, um, if any, you know, we cut back to this, like... This vision, this montage, mm-hmm. and the body is now preserved. It's like it looks like Artemis mm-hmm. once did. And Drogar has taken off his armor and his shield, and he's just, he's got his robe on, and he's sitting there. And he takes Artemis's broken bow, and he holds it in his hands, and he closes his eyes, and he takes a deep breath, and he casts a divination. Okay. What are you looking for? Um, and we then, like, go inside to Drogar. Mm. And it shows a younger Drogar, like, what what he sees himself as when he communes with his god. And he's standing there, and his arms are crossed. And he's in this, like, white, this, like, white room. And he's like, where are you? I have been calling for you. And you have not reached out to me. I have been your humble servant for centuries. And I am on my last legs. Where are you? Is that your question? Yeah. Yes. I'll get, I'll, I, I see you're talking to your god, and I raise you one wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw, please. What is a 22? Okay. So you're in this sort of void that you've kind of transported yourself to try and to, to desperately try to rick you you tried playing nice. <laughs> I did. I was like, I'm like, I've tried. You really have. You really have. I've written letters. I wrote an email. I called your helpline. Mm-hmm. So you're in this place. Maybe it's a longer pause suddenly, than I would have liked. Suddenly, <laughs> like, 
suddenly in this void, fog starts filling in. It starts to get foggy. And his mace isn't there, his shield isn't there, and he's like, oh. But he's ready. And you hear a voice. I'll be like, I told you, Drugar. I'm your god here. No. No, you're not. I have power over life and death. Do I not? Have you not seen it? No. You will never be my god. I promise you, Drugar. I offer you something. No other ruler can away away give your gifts and your temptations to those who will fall for it. Terrible place for someone to die. Mm, but a worthy cause of that. And Drogar will pull himself out of his divination. Okay. Yeah. As you go. Oh. As you turn to go, you like you tr- like try to pull yourself. You like you li- like your spiritual self like turns around and he's standing right there. Oh my god! God damn it! Fucker! Fuck! Fucking fuck this guy! Isn't this all enough, Drogar? Aren't you tired? Wouldn't you just rather go home? I know it's interesting that you should mention home, home, Strahd, Strahd, mm-hmm. because home is not a place. place. Oh, no. no. Then, then I beg, I beg. What is it? That is it. Home is wherever your heart may lie. You fucking heroes. So boring. So noble. So ready to give your lives for a noble cause. It takes all the fucking fun out of your murder. And he vanishes and you see a white blinding light. And Drogar. Oh my god. You are at the bottom of the waterfall where you were, you know, you, you everybody went over the cliff. Yeah, 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 yeah. That waterfall. You're at the bottom of the waterfall. And this blinding light comes from way up high, way up at the top of the falls. You're like by the bank. The, 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 the water is pounding down. You can feel the spray off the rocks, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And you see this, this bright light at the top. And it's all, it, it, begin, it grows brighter and brighter and brighter to such a point that even you, Drogar, you have to shield your eyes yeah. for a moment. And then looking back, a great golden dragon <gasps> in all its majesty stands at the height of the falls. And it rears its serpentine head back looking down at you. And you see it spread its magnificent wings out. A powerful figure ancient, deadly, forceful, primordial. It spreads its wings out. (laughs) You feel the wind as it lifts into the air and it kind of angles itself down, its its serpentine head leading, and it kind of just starts to dive down towards the bottom of the falls towards you, and then boom! It slams against something and splinters into a thousand tiny pieces like starlight. And one by one, these glimmering pin drops of light start to go out, one at a time, like stars winking out of existence, until one is left. One ray of light that travels down ever so gently, so slowly, like the, like the lilting uh, carrying of a butterfly's wings just kind of floats down and goes 
right here. <laughs> and you snap back to reality. I think Drogar just cl- like he just collapses and he's like <sighs> I knew it. I knew it. And he catches Artemis's like form. And he's just like Oh my dear friend. My dear dear friend. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I could not deliver you from this place. But you have my word on my life. If it is the last thing I do, I will deliver your soul to the afterlife. Even if it is exchanged for mine, I will take you from this place. You will not be stuck here. And Jura will kind of rise up from his knees and and walk toward everybody else to kind of gather them for the funeral. Jura will uh will walk into the hut where Winnie and and Sasha are. Mm-hmm. Is she still there? Like, call up uh, with Sasha. Yeah, we're sitting outside the hut where we can see everybody setting this up, and I'm I'm kind of hugging Sasha around the neck and laying my head on her and giving her pets. Coming, kind of coming together here. It is at that moment that you hear the the turning of cartwheels and the lumbering of horse hooves making their way up the side of the hill, mm-hmm. and kind of coming up over the bend around a series of tents is a a, a wagon uh, drawn by a horse. On the bench sits Davian Martikov, oh. and leaning out of the side is Dmitri, Danica, Erwin, Irina, everybody. Dimitri kind of like leans his, damn it. Leans his head damn out it. and gets down and says, I, um, uh, I hope I don't overstep, but I wanted to make sure everyone was here. So I flew. And, well, I didn't want to trouble you. You've all been through quite enough. Jurger will put a hand on his shoulder and look at Danica and go, It's a good man you've raised. It's a good man. We've lost. You listen to me. Danica puts a hand on your shoulder. This is the end. Not by half. We will repay this loss 20 times over. I promise you. You all have done more than enough for this valley. It is time. It is time. We do ours. We have long Locked for a name for our little revolution. And I think we have one now. You, the people of Wallachie, the berserkers, and forth, we shall be known as the Alliance of the Silver Bow. Murder. (laughs) Welcome to our podcast. (laughs) If this is your first episode, (laughs) episode one. (laughs) Don't cry. Give give that a listen. We have some fun ones. We have some really good episodes. We make jokes. Welcome we to laugh. Our- we laugh a lot. Oh, Stop just crying, I promise. Welcome to our podcast. A bunch of drunk crying 30-somethings. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh my god! Where we make up uh. characters <laughs> and kill them and cry about it. Oh my god! Oh. Enjoy our catharsis. We've all got some really serious issues we need to work through. <laughs> for your viewing. For your, <laughs> for your, for your entertainment. This broadcast features Campbell O'Hare as Winnie, Ned Price Iannacone as Drogar, Kay Devine Jones as Kaz, Tyler Cantor as Artemis, and me, Trevor William Fail, as your DM. It's raining patrons. Special shout out to our newest patrons Maggie R, Luna the Starlight, and Launchpad. Don't forget Samantha Dushong. Welcome to the team. If you're not ready to support us financially, there are still plenty of ways to help us out. You can follow us on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at CriticalFailDM, Binge Madness and Mercy on our YouTube channel, and join us there every other Sunday at noon Eastern Standard Time when we do live listens of new episodes of the Stradcast. Or rate and leave us a review wherever you like to listen. Thanks, Dungeoneers, and take your day with advantage. My name is Nick Perrin, and I'm an actor, writer, and game master. And on Tabletop, I talk with an expert game master every week to find out the best ways to run amazing games and tell epic stories. Looking to start DMing? Or maybe you've been a game master for a long time and want to spice up your table? Then this podcast is for you. Tabletop is released on Mondays wherever you get your podcasts.